Alright, and welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan, joined by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Fagan. And Mia, you have brought us a movie today from your childhood, because it was your turn to pick, called Atlantis The Lost Empire, which I believe is a Disney movie based on the fact that you forced me to take pictures with characters from it that I had never seen before at Disney Valentine's Night or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess just... Yeah, but tell us about this movie. Okay, so I feel, in my opinion... This is the most underrated Disney film ever. This oh, means here we go. <laughs> this means a lot more love than like say like Little Mermaid or Mulan or anything. This movie fucking rocks, honestly, in my opinion. It is so good. It's like it's about a secret society that is underneath and no one has found it and then this crew of a ragtag team of of people that you would never suspect to get together band together to find this uh, city called Atlantis and then they finally find it but things get a little go a little south because some people in the group are a little shady but I'll have to have you watch that and see okay uh is this this movie set in space right it's not like sea Atlantis it's like space Atlantis no it's not in space oh wait is it not no oh I they thought go it was like, like on a... a journey and it's like underneath like the earth and stuff like that and they oh so it's not like Star Wars no. Did you think it was? I really did. So now I'm even less looking forward to this. All oh right, Mia, what God. do you what do you remember liking about this movie? Um, I remember really liking the characters of this movie. They were characters that you typically do not see in a lot of animated movies. They were like of different races and different types, and I really thought that was really cool. And also, I loved the Atlantis part of it, where it was like a, such a different world and stuff like that. And our Princess Kida, who is amazing, and I always loved her. She was badass. Um, she was a really cool character that I really like, I really attached to because she also had dark skin like me, and I was just like, that's so fucking cool. Um, I just, you know, it's just something that as a kid growing up, it's like you don't see as much in animated movies, but in this one, it was really cool. And the music's really good, animation's great. Uh, voice acting is amazing. Michael J. Fox um, voices Milo, the nerdy kind of guy. Um, and I just, I really, really like this movie. And I really think you're going to like it. And yes, it still holds up because people love this movie. All right. Well, that was my last question. So I guess with that said, we're going to go watch Atlantis Journey to the Center of the Earth. I think no. that's what the, wait, what's the movie called? Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Sorry, Journey to the Center of the Earth is like a different Disney movie, I think, right? I don't think that's Disney. Oh, Anyways, we'll, anyway. we'll, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. We just watched Disney's Atlantis. And before we start getting into everything, Harrison is going to do the 60-second summary in which he's going to try to summarize this movie in 60 seconds. Do you think you're going to do it? Yeah, I think I'm pretty set. I mean, honestly, this was a pretty simple plot. I think that I can, you know, get through it. Okay. Well, your time starts now. Okay, so the movie starts out, and we're in this, like, kind of ancient culture area, and there's some people riding futuristic-looking ships back to town. They're like, no, the tide's coming, and, you know, people try to save, and then an alien abduction takes this one little girl's wife, and then they cut away, and they go to our main character, Milo, who's, like, a nerdy dude with glasses who, like, lives underneath city parliament or something, and he's ready to make his kind of presentation to the board, you know, to be like, hey, fund my trip to Atlantis, and they're like, no, we're not going to do that. We hate you, and then he gets 
gets kind of propositioned by this strange woman to go and get his resort thing funded. And then he goes with that lady and he runs into the old man that's going to fund the expedition. He's like, I knew your grandpa. I'm going to fund your expedition. So then they set out on a ancient sea ship or a futuristic steampunk sea ship submarine thing. And they go you know, down to the center of the earth, they discover Atlantis, he falls in love, and then they save the city from being discovered and everyone gets rich and or a family. Goodbye. <laughs> Ooh, 59.77 seconds. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm good. I'm built different. I mean, you left out the entire reason on why there was a conflict at the end, but I guess that's fine, I guess. We don't really need to care about that. To, to be honest, I didn't fully understand the conflict thing at the end. I don't think we're meant to understand it. It's, you know, mystery. What do you mean? What's there not to understand? It was, you said you said yourself, you're like, you're a pretty simple plot. And now you're just like, yeah, I don't really understand. Well, no, it. there was just kind of this like vague, like, oh, is the energy powering the city evil or is it good or what's going on? Who knows? They don't, they decide that they're not going to take a viewpoint on it as a movie. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there is, I did kind of gloss over the fact, I guess, so if I'm going to critique myself that, you know, the expedition crew at one point kind of turns on Milo, but then he convinces most of them to come back to his side, and then they try to save the city using, you know, like the magical powers of his kind of uh, girlfriend that lived there that's been alive for like a thousand years. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. Um. So, you being a first-time watcher, what did you think of the movie? I enjoyed it. I, I thought, I mean, it obviously, you know, it, it, it's certainly, I don't think it's like my favorite Disney movie I've watched or e even in probably the top 10 or anything, but it, it was enjoyable enough. Like it was, you know, like the characters were funny at times and there were amusing moments and the, I, I, it's cool how they built out the world a little bit you know as this kind of like steampunk historical fiction sort of like you know oh yeah like there's rumors in our world that there's atlantis and like what if people in the late 1800s early 1900s had discovered this city and it was kind of built out like they did a good job building out the mythology and i thought it was kind of interesting as you know oh it's not like a city of mer people it's just a city that closed itself off under the sea using like i guess alien technology or like the yeah. technology of god i mean they don't really figure out ever or explain why they have this technology they just do yeah i i think that's where the movie falls short um with that aspect but let's talk about the good things first i actually had a really fun time watching this is movie is genuinely pretty funny i'm not gonna lie it is there's some moments where i was like laughing out loud especially i think the interactions between the characters because all these characters have such dis different personalities. It's really fun to watch them. Especially my favorite was the old lady who was like the, like, I guess the announcer. She was she, like the PA announcer. For yeah, the she just didn't give a shit about anything. She's just, <laughs> they show her on the ship and she's like talking to her friend and she's just like, oh, Marge, honey, if he left with the suitcase, babe, he's not coming back. <laughs> it's just so random and then anytime anything went bad she's just like well we're all gonna die so and she was just constantly like putting out her cigarettes and her own coffee and stuff <laughs> yeah i know that was pretty funny um i like that the crew was really cool too it was a very big mix of different types of people it wasn't just all white people i think that was a really cool take on things like there was like a really young like I believe she was Puerto Rican. She was like pretty young and she was like a engineer type of person. And then the doctor was half Native American, half African American, which was pretty cool. And then you have the Italian guy 
and I just don't think you see that 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 often in like Disney movies back then it was mostly all just white people basically except if like the movie was kind of like set in a time or like a place like like Aladdin or Pocahontas or something like that you know what I mean <laughs> even Aladdin is very whitewashed yeah in terms of, a like, little the, bit the tones and stuff yeah um but yeah, I really liked the world that they built. I think it was really cool. Like, you were going into thinking Atlantis, you know, you think of, like, mermaid people or, like, Aquaman or something like that. Namor. Yeah, exactly. But it's, like, totally different. It's just, like, this whole different society that they've kind of built in this movie that is just, like, really cool. And I think they even made their own language, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I... it's not, it's, it's, like, based on a bunch of different languages, but, like, they, like, basically the atlantean language is basically made up i think there's a word for it there's a word for languages that are made up dothraki yeah like dothraki or klingon or avatar the navi language oh i thought you meant avatar (laughs) the last airbender i'm like me i'm pretty sure that's just english like (laughs) i don't (laughs) um i also really like the style of it the animation was pretty different than what you're usually used to with disney it was just kind of like kind of comic booky kind of animation i think and it was like sort of 3d a little bit a little bit there was some like 3d elements to it yeah but that and then i like the one part that i really liked was that this milo character he's just like i want to discover things i want to like i want to be that explorer i want to learn about different cultures and he's like trying to share his viewpoints with the rest of the crew and he's like is that why you guys are here like do you guys want to like explore and find new things and learn different languages and stuff and then everyone's just like no we're here for the money (laughs) but then they sort of they come around they realize they're won over by his enthusiasm and they sort of decide to do the right thing yeah they end up getting paid anyway Way, but you know but that i feel like that's way more realistic than having like people go and being like i want to explore and learn different things it's like no you're here for the money and yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah i think i mean honestly if it was there anything else like that you specifically liked about the movie um i i remember when i was watching this as a little kid i think i watched this in theaters to be honest um uh, i really loved the character Kida. I think it was just because she was cool and she was like, she's athletic and she was just like, I don't know. I think also cause she had like kind of my type of skin too, which was kind of cool. But I really, I, I still like her. I, I think she's a, she's an interesting character in that she wants to learn more about other cultures and her and Milo kind of go hand in hand together, wanting to learn about each other. And I think they kind of like give off like a vibe to each other, but yeah, she could probably do better. <laughs> than him yeah I, I mean i don't know i mean there there probably aren't there weren't that many people left so i mean who, how can you say that she could do better i don't know i would definitely go with the doctor for sure <laughs> <laughs> he was way better looking than skinny ass little milo you realize that um, I, milo basically looks like me but with hair no you don't have round glasses Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think of what other elements of this that I liked. I, um, I thought, yeah, I don't know. I thought that, like... This was just kind of a meh movie for you. Yeah. I I just felt like the crew wasn't all that fleshed out there. Like, they felt kind of cartoony, one, like, one-note characters a little bit for the most part. See, I don't think so. I think They all had, like, a thing, and that was just their thing, and that's who they were. And it, it also, like, their... 
first of all, them turning and betraying Milo didn't feel totally earned, you know, by the movie. They all seemed like very kind of, you know, normal and happy people that like weren't necessarily I, out to like turn guns on, you know, the native Atlanteans. I think, I think. Uh, what, no, no, no. Oh, Let me finish. Excuse and then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they just kind of flip back with very little setup or whatever for that. It just felt a little bit unearned and sudden and kind of like they just wanted to have a twist for the sake of having one versus a compelling plot reason like they just really wanted the general character who's kind of leading the expedition and the uh you know like his sexy spy sort of girlfriend to like betray them and they're like well i guess just we're just gonna have the rest of the crew just do it because it helps this plot point move along and it just they never felt fully fleshed out in terms of their motivations and you know uh, oh yeah they're all in it for the money but then all of a sudden they're like no we want to do the right thing with very little happening in between to set that up it just yeah especially the mole guy who was just seemed like a weirdo <laughs> i mean yeah. a very creepy weirdo yeah very very yeah. It's like constantly trying to sniff Kita. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think in my mind, I think they all thought that he knew what was gonna go what was gonna happen. Because I think they were all briefed on what was gonna go down. Like we're gonna go and we're gonna take some stuff and then we're gonna bring it back and study it. And I think that's what they think that Milo was also in on it too. But I guess Milo they weren't he wasn't told that because they wanted to keep him just to be their guide and so because he can understand the language and stuff so but i see i see your point of where when they kind of like change minds it's kind of just like all of a sudden like oh actually no we're doing a bad thing so let's just uh, so yeah we just side. we you look really sad so we're just gonna do the right thing as far as fleshed out characters go i think you know if the movie would have spent more time with these characters i definitely would want to see that because i like the dy dynamics between them um, I get that you're kind of like, oh, yeah, everyone has that one thing. But, like, what they have is pretty interesting to start with. And if the movie would have taken its time and, like, kind of fleshed out stuff. This movie seems like it would be a good TV show. Because you have, like, the beginning of the movie where, like, everyone's getting together and getting to know each other on this ship. And then the ship kind of crashes. Um, and then they're kind of, like, on a, a quest to go and find Atlantis. And it takes about, like, I don't know, a couple days, a couple weeks for them to go through, like, these caverns and sees all these, like, different monsters. And then they go and, like, learn about... Yeah, because their ship gets destroyed and basically almost the entire crew dies because they, like, are trying to get past the Kraken. Yeah, yeah definitely. But, yeah, I could definitely see this... this um, this movie kind of being like in a TV series. I think that would have been better. Um, honestly, I think where I read on the internet that they were, go were actually going to make this, if this was going to be a hit, they were going to make it into a TV show. Oh, well, it's not too late. Disney Plus, get at them. <laughs> but I think budgets, budget cuts and stuff like that, and it really didn't get that many good reviews and like, it didn't get good box office revenue. They did make a sequel, but they were kind of making it into a TV show. But they're like, I think Disney was like, no, you got to just throw it into a movie instead. So it was like a direct DVD kind of like episodic kind of thing for like an hour. And it just wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I also thought that this movie uh, is a pretty blatant example of like a white savior narrative yeah where, i kind of like, got that no, 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 too. not only like not only does the guy come down there and like he's the only one that can kind of lead them to victory and help them figure oh these poor helpless natives cannot figure out their I, technology no, and I, I don't... no 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 no, no. I, like I, I think 
you know, they can't figure out their technology. They don't know how to read. He has to teach them how to read. He has to teach them how to fight back and kind of lead their armies and inspire them to, like, kind of save themselves. And it just felt... No, you know what? I don't think that's what Milo was kind of going into. I think he... Yeah, he was basically the only one that could read the language, which was kind of weird because it's like, you guys made that language? They just forgot how to read during I this guess. time. I they all, know. like, everyone... At some point, everyone was like, hey let's stop teaching kids how to read and then they're like oh no we can't yeah, read yeah there's definitely a lot of plot holes in this um we'll get into that later but i think milo kind of goes into wanting to learn about the culture and the language and he's not imposing anything that he brings onto them i'm, I'm not talking about the the fictional character of milo and his intentions oh, no, i'm but talking yeah, about from a writing white, perspective yeah it was definitely white savior <laughs> yeah but i i do appreciate that they um at the end of the movie they kind of kept everything secret they didn't want anyone to find out, and they were just like, oh, yeah, our expedition was a fail, and some people died, and that sucked, and we don't know where Milo went. And I think that's actually kind of cool that they're like, you know, this is this is a culture that needs to be preserved, and if we have other people going in there, people are going to be corrupt and take over and stuff like that, so we're just not going to say anything about and it. And they let just them leave. Let, left Milo to, like, super spread his disease that, like, these people had no, no immunity No, no. I think they welcomed him and, you know, because, you know. Typhoid Milo. Okay, whatever. Anyways, uh, speaking of plot holes, the whole plot about the crystals and stuff. Okay, you're right. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, to I me. mean, it's like, look, it, it's magic, so that's fine. But, but they just never like, really explain calling, yeah. where it comes from he or just whatever. Kept calling and I, it, oh, it's a, it's their life force. It's like, okay, yeah, what I would have, I would have just liked to know a little bit more about like where the magical crystals came from yeah. and how that happened. I think but, the movie kind of ran out of time on that yeah. because they spent so much time with the crew and trying to find Atlantis. Because you don't get to Atlantis until like maybe more than halfway through the movie. Yeah. So it, it it's not really the movie isn't really about Atlantis itself. It's about the people discovering it. I yeah. think. Um, Which again, I know it's a white savior thing. I know, <laughs> but still. I think this movie does take a turn. It's not like your typical Disney musical movie. Like this, this movie is kind of like in oh, Disney terms. Oh, thank God. If this movie would have had musical numbers, I would left. not have survived. Yeah. This movie is pretty adult in Disney, in the Disney yeah. aspect. Like there's like fights and gunfights and um, people that die and, and stuff. All of the women are drawn like sex pots. Not all the women. Well, just, you know, the the blonde and... Uh, okay, Kina. but, okay, B the blonde lady, I think her name's Helga. To be honest, she's kind of cool because they did draw her very, like, very, like, a, has a very muscular body. She kind of reminds me of um, that one chick in The Last of Us 2 that everyone hated. No. <laughs> no, just her body type, though. No, Not she reminded me of the, like noir like woman smoking a cigarette when the detective comes in i know but in. when she first came in but like when she's on the expedition she like wears a tank top and she's like fucking buff i think that's just like pretty badass and well she turned out to be a dick anyways i mean she looks like well she kind of saved them at the end a little after bit. she was betrayed yeah um by the betrayer yeah i think where i read online is that the creators actually wanted to make this movie a little bit even more adult and more violent and disney was like no we can't do that we are disney and so i think they really cut out a lot of the ideas that they wanted to do so they could fit it into a runtime of like an hour and a half i think yeah. but i feel like if this movie was given two hours i think it maybe would have been different but i think this movie I advocate for this movie, if they're going to do any more live action remakes, I advocate this movie to be 
uh, live action remake because you have the diversity of the cast you can have a lot of fun with that and it's a cool interesting story to kind of like introduce into kids who don't really know about it and like have like that cool like atlantis culture kind of thing I mean, they'd obviously have to they're, rewrite the whole. They're not. Scene. You know why they're not going to do it? Why? It's because Disney already has Atlantis coming with Namor and like all of this. Stuff. I they're know, but this is own. different, though. I know it's different, but they're just not. They're not going to make another Atlantis movie when there's already this and Aquaman and all of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like they're swimming in the water. It's a whole. Yeah, well, no, nope, it's not, even not a- happening. Yes, it is. It's, it's going to happen. I'm telling you, it's I'm not starting. Happening. I'm starting my fan campaign right now. Okay www. You gotta make like a Milo fan cam. Yeah. www.makeatlantis. Set to like Nicki Minaj music for some reason. People have actually already fan casted for the live action. You guess who they guess who they picked for Milo? Nathan Fielder. Tom Holland. Of course. Guess who they fan cast for Kita? Zendaya. Oh, so they just want to make Spider Man. <laughs> yeah that's spider-man you can go watch that (laughs) i know i know um but to wrap things up uh what are your final thoughts i also thought that it was uh the old man that like funds you know the thing was a very like sweet character overall except for the part where he keeps stripping nude in front of people without their consent like that's his thing babe well yeah but he's canceled (laughs) oh my god um, he's just like randomly doing nude yoga when people come into his office he's like, supposed to be some like eccentric kind of like okay, yeah. billionaire who's just like whatever i don't All right. really care yeah i mean i'm just saying like somebody starts doing that you know like if he was doing that today like you know if, if that was you know elon musk or something today like oh oh also there was a random cook that was in the crew and he was like this cowboy cook that kept feeding them like lard and beans. Yeah. Remember? And then like one of the ladies was like, here's a vegetable. This is what people need and eat. He's, He's like, like, no, no there's no. only three food groups and it's like. Bacon, uh, lard, and beans. <laughs> and brandy. <laughs> brandy too. And like nobody liked the food that he yeah. cooked. Because <laughs> it was slop. I know. It's just like this random character like that's in there. Yeah, yeah, he was amusing. He was pretty funny. Um. Honestly, I still really love this movie. I thought it was all right. I love the style. I love the music. I love the characters. I wholeheartedly love this movie. Do I love the white savior complex? No. Did I realize that right when I was watching this movie with you? Yes. Did I cringe? Yes. But I still love this movie. No, that's not true. You, you. I'll tell you when you realize it. Right when I brought it up on this <laughs> podcast. No, I was realizing it towards the end when all the Atlantean people were like, we love you, Milo. And Milo's like the we, only white we guy. We love you, nerdy Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. Well, another thing I wanted to add is that they made Milo not your typical Disney hero. He's not buff. He's, he's not, not good looking. He's just a normal type of guy that's like very smart. And it's just. No, just like you were happy to have representation. So was I. Just this like a skinny white guy with glasses. It was nice to be represented. Anyways, I think as that's. the star a, of a movie. A different from the norms of when you see like the princes of, um, princes of Disney and stuff like that. So now that you've watched this movie, do you understand why I got all excited? Because we saw Milo and Kita at Disneyland in at the valentine's day thing we waited like i don't know 20 minutes in line to go meet them you don't maybe care. that's why i don't like this movie because that kita made fun of me so what did she say oh i don't remember but it was... <laughs> i was 
was so excited because they are never out at Disneyland. Like this movie I, is so I just underrated. realized that I just admitted on air that I got bullied by a Disney character actor, but um What are you talking about? They're not actors. They're real. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were really there. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's the character. His name is Milo. No, but Michael J. Fox plays. He even him. had like you know the, little, that, right? the little book and like the little satchel and everything. You nothing this is all just like yeah, I, do, I, I, I don't have the nostalgia it for it. So okay. it's like, if this was a Star Wars movie, I'd be like, oh my god, we saw them. But like... You don't care. I'm, I, You know. It's, you were a good sport, though, so yeah, I, it's, I do it's appreciate fine. Yeah. yeah, It was a fine movie. I'm not, like, upset that I watched it or anything. I think that it's, you know, it's an average movie. Would you show your kids it? <laughs> it doesn't sound like I have much of a choice. <laughs> good. <laughs> Anyways, um, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and find us on Twitter you have any suggestions we are open to them that doesn't necessarily mean we'll watch it but we'll we think, do we'll we, think and about it we we potentially have a special guest coming on the next episode yes so stay and tuned. also you know i will say one nice thing about this movie oh okay it's not kiki's delivery service fuck you